Welcome to Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm Heidi, certified hypnotist and mindset coach, and in this podcast, I'm breaking down my secret code for midlife success. Are you trying to overcome people-pleasing behaviors, navigating divorce, living in debilitating self-doubt, or something else keeping you stuck? You're in the right place. I know that you're ready to get to the next level of your life feeling happy and fulfilled, so let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm so happy you're here. Are you afraid of disappointing others or of being judged? Do you often do things out of a sense of loyalty or duty to avoid being seen as bad or ungiving? Do you feel selfish for putting yourself first or for saying no? If you said yes to any of these, stay tuned because being in this people-pleasing fog is what we're talking about in today's episode. FOG stands for fear, obligation, and guilt, and as people-pleasers, we know all three very well. The acronym FOG is typically used to describe behavior in a controlling relationship where one person is emotionally blackmailing the other person by using fear, obligation, and guilt to get that person to comply. I'm turning this around in this episode and looking at how people-pleasers put themselves in a fog because it's so ingrained in us to not speak up, to not disappoint, and to not be selfish. I'll break down each of these three areas of fear, obligation, and guilt, how it shows up in the life of a people-pleaser, and give you one action step at the end of the episode that is imperative in order to lift the fog. Ready? Let's dive in. It can be devastating when someone in a relationship attempts to control the other person through fear, obligation, and guilt. This can happen in any type of relationship, not just intimate relationships. It can happen with parents, friends, bosses, coworkers, etc. And someone who was taught to be nice, not speak up, and put others' needs before their own can be overly susceptible to being controlled by another person in this way. People-pleasers overlook these controlling behaviors in another person because the people-pleaser is so concerned with being liked and accepted. But the people-pleasing behavior is essentially the same as having another person use fear, obligation, and guilt on us, only the people-pleaser is basically emotionally blackmailing themselves. In their relentless, impossible pursuit of always keeping others happy— People-pleasers end up operating out of fear, obligation, and guilt versus genuine giving and kindness. People-pleasers try to be everything to everybody. Dr. Harriet Breaker labeled this as the type E woman. Part of how a type E person knows they're succeeding is by having everyone's approval. They continue to try to do it all, many times at the expense of their emotional and physical well-being. I experience this, and I see it in most of my clients. Wanting to keep others happy and have their approval comes from a place of wanting to be accepted and not rejected. To a people-pleaser, this feels like survival. So it becomes a vicious cycle of sacrificing for others, which gives a feeling of belonging and acceptance, which means I'm not rejected and I survive. This keeps me in the cycle because I associate my sacrificing for others as a means of belonging. But this is not belonging. This is fitting in. This is doing whatever I need to do 
changing myself however I need to change myself in order to be accepted. That's fitting in, not belonging. Brene Brown says, fitting in is about assessing a situation and becoming who you need to be to be accepted. Belonging, on the other hand, doesn't require us to change who we are. It requires us to be who we are. At the beginning of the episode, I asked three questions. Are you afraid of disappointing others or of being judged? This is living in fear. Do you often do things out of a sense of loyalty or duty to avoid being seen as bad or ungiving? This is living in obligation. Do you feel selfish for putting yourself first or for saying no? This is living in guilt. And as people pleasers, we're doing this to ourselves. We're keeping ourselves in this cycle when we believe that others' needs are more important than our own. Let's figure out how to belong instead of twisting ourselves into pretzels in order to fit in. Let's look at each of the three pieces of the fog puzzle individually. Before we do that, let's take a short 60-second break for a word from our sponsors. Oh wait, that's me. Do you feel like you've lived your whole life for others and now you don't know the real you? Does it seem like your wants and needs don't matter, like you're not important? If you're saying yes, I hear you, I see you, and I've created something just for you. It's called Me First, and it's a community where you'll learn to prioritize your needs and desires, gain confidence and a strong sense of who you are. Say no without guilt and create a life that feels good in your heart without concern about judgment from others. As a member of the Me First community, you'll be among like-minded women all on a journey of self-discovery, and you'll find understanding, friendship, and unwavering support. You'll have guidance through expert-led discussions, guest speakers, and personal coaching. Plus, you'll build a toolkit of resources to help you conquer people-pleasing, critical self-talk, shame, resentment, and more so that you have the freedom to prioritize yourself and live life by your parameters. Join the Me First community as a founding member for exclusive pricing. The program starts soon. Check the episode description for the link. It's time to prioritize you and truly believe that you are important too. Now back to the episode. Welcome back. Before we dive into the three individual puzzle pieces that make up fog, I want to say this. These behaviors of acting out of fear, obligation, and guilt are not conscious. We don't grow up into adults and decide, I'm going to start putting everyone else first and ignore my own needs. We don't decide one day that people-pleasing is the way to go, so I'm going to head down that path. No, We get the people-pleasing program downloaded into us when we're young. We're taught this behavior through what we were directly told or indirectly experienced. If you have people-pleasing behaviors, it's because you learned it was a way to be accepted and liked. It was a coping mechanism and sometimes a means of survival. So as I'm going through these, even though you may be doing a lot of these behaviors, you haven't been doing it consciously. It was programmed in in childhood. Okay, so let's talk about the fear piece of fog. If you were raised to be good, nice, sweet, and not say no or talk back, 
then you were sent the silent message that going against any of that made you wrong or bad, not good enough. This created a fear of judgment and rejection and of not being liked or accepted. It instilled the belief that being good means never saying no or standing up for ourselves. And so it was easier and safer to stay quiet and not rock the boat. As people pleasers, we're so afraid of messing up relationships, of doing something wrong, that we tolerate behavior from others that we would never think of doing to someone else. Fear whispers to us that disappointing others will result in rejection or abandonment, driving us to extraordinary lengths to avoid these outcomes. This constant fear leads to a pattern of prioritizing others over yourself, which over time festers into resentment. Resentment emerges when your own needs and desires are consistently pushed aside, leading to a growing sense of bitterness and dissatisfaction. Next, let's address the obligation piece of the fog puzzle. The messages we were given when we were young became our programming, like I said, the software that we grew up with that now runs our life. One of the main messages in order to be considered good was that it's important to be a giving person. If we grow into adults that believe this, then this becomes an obligation for us to fulfill as that good person. It becomes our duty. And if we aren't doing our duty— or even think about not doing our duty, we feel guilty. Obligation is a significant driving force behind the behavior of people-pleasing. It compels you to fulfill perceived responsibilities and meet others' expectations, often at the expense of your own well-being and desires. This sense of duty and obligation can be deeply ingrained, as I said before, stemming from a variety of sources such as upbringing, societal norms, or a desire to be seen as helpful and dependable. For a people-pleaser, the feeling of obligation becomes intertwined with the fear of disappointing others. You may feel a strong internal pressure to say yes to requests or demands, even when they conflict with your own needs or boundaries. This can lead to a constant cycle of overcommitting and spreading yourself thin as you strive to live up to what you perceive as your obligations. And many times, a people-pleaser is up to their eyeballs in obligations. Obligation can compound feelings of guilt and resentment. The more you prioritize others' needs due to a sense of obligation, the more likely you are to neglect your own needs. This creates an imbalance where you give more than you receive, leading to a growing resentment as you feel unappreciated or taken advantage of. At the same time, you might experience guilt when you consider putting yourself first or saying no as this goes against the ingrained obligation to always be accommodating. And lastly, let's talk about guilt. Guilt, another powerful force, lurks in the shadows of every decision you make. When you attempt to do something for yourself or muster the courage to say no, guilt swiftly shows up. This guilt is a byproduct of the deeply ingrained belief that taking care of your own needs is seen as being selfish or neglecting others. This self-imposed guilt reinforces the cycle, 
making it increasingly difficult to break free from the pattern of people-pleasing. Guilt arises when we prioritize our own needs or speak our truth because we think this will upset the other person. It's so ingrained in us that other people are the priority that sometimes just thinking about standing up for ourselves or speaking our opinion brings on guilt. Taking time for ourselves or expressing when we're hurt feels nearly impossible because of the overwhelming amount of guilt. Many of us tolerate so much crap from others because we can't tolerate the guilt we would feel if we spoke up and told them what they're doing isn't okay with us. It's easier to justify their hurtful behavior than to deal with the overwhelming guilt of speaking our truth and thinking we're possibly hurting the other person with that truth. It's difficult for a people pleaser to believe that other people are responsible for how they feel and that they as the people pleaser actually can't hurt another person's feelings. We've lived our lives believing we're responsible for how someone else feels. As people pleasers, we subject ourselves to emotional blackmail by operating from a place of fear, obligation, and guilt in our pursuit of keeping others happy or not rocking the boat. The consequences of this can be devastating. This self-imposed cycle creates negative self-talk and an internal turmoil, which can erode away your own well-being and self-esteem. The constant need to prioritize others' happiness over your own will lead to feelings of resentment, anxiety, and even a loss of your identity. Over time, this behavior creates a pattern of inauthenticity and self-neglect, hindering personal growth and genuine connections. The people-pleaser becomes caught in this web of their own making, trapped between their desires and the suffocating demands of others. It's like being in a physical fog and you have no idea which direction to turn because you can't see anything past where you're standing. The key to getting out of the fog of fear, obligation, and guilt is trust and acceptance. Radical self-trust and acceptance. Now you might be rolling your eyes and thinking, that's what everyone says, trust yourself, accept yourself, and you're thinking it's just pie in the sky, all woo-woo-y of an answer, but hear me out. First, consider the word selfish. We've been taught that being selfish, thinking about ourselves, is wrong and bad. In that context, consider the opposite of selfish, which is selfless. When we are selfless, we are concerned more with the needs and wishes of others. We are self-sacrificing. We are giving up self completely for others. But we feel we have to do this as a way of survival and fitting in. So when we think of these two words regarding self, how do we ever win? We're taught it's good to ignore ourselves, be selfless, and it's bad to have regard for ourselves i.e. selfish. We've been taught we're not acceptable the way we are, that we have to conform to fit in, and with this reliance on the outside world to tell us what's acceptable, we learn to not trust ourselves. We've been taught instead to trust the external world and accept what the people tell us about ourselves. So the first step to clear this fog of fear, obligation, and guilt is through radical self-trust and acceptance. 
It's the only way we can feel like we belong as our authentic selves versus trying to fit in by being something we're not. It's imperative we develop this trust and acceptance in ourselves to stop the detrimental cycle of people-pleasing. If you feel like you've been living in a fog, reach out for support. Continuing to live in this clouded place is hindering your ability to live an authentic life. It's time to break free from these limiting patterns. Remember that all the happiness you desire is yours by taking the steps to stop people-pleasing and the devastating effects it causes. I'll leave you with another quote from Brene Brown. She says, The truth is, belonging starts with self-acceptance. Your level of belonging, in fact, can never be greater than your level of self-acceptance, because believing that you're enough is what gives you the courage to be authentic, vulnerable, and imperfect. If you got value from this episode, please share it with your family and friends. The way we impact the world and make it a more loving place going forward is by creating changes in ourselves. My hope is this podcast provides inspiration for you and others to do just that. Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending time with me today. To continue on your journey of mastering midlife, click the link in the description to download my free guide, 20 Ways to Say No Without Feeling Guilty. See you in the next episode.